Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about obstructive sleep apnea. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash sleepapnea or in the respiratory section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Obstructive sleep apnea is caused by collapse of the pharyngeal airway. Apneas are episodes where the person stops breathing for up to a few minutes whilst they're asleep. Partners may report the episodes, while the patients are often completely unaware that they're happening. Let's talk about the risk factors. The risk factors for obstructive sleep apnea are being middle-aged, male, obesity, alcohol and smoking. Next let's talk about the presentation. The presenting features of obstructive sleep apnea are episodes of apnea during sleep, often reported by the partner, snoring, morning headache, waking up feeling unrefreshed after being asleep, daytime sleepiness, concentration problems, and reduced oxygen saturation levels during sleep. Severe cases of obstructive sleep apnea can cause hypertension or high blood pressure and heart failure and also increase the risk of myocardial infarction and stroke. A Tom tip for you, when you're suspecting obstructive sleep apnea when taking a history, ask about daytime sleepiness and occupation. Daytime sleepiness should make you think about obstructive sleep apnea. Patients that need to be fully alert for work, such as heavy goods vehicle operators, require an urgent referral and may need amended duties whilst waiting for assessment and treatment. Next let's talk about the Epworth Sleepiness Scale. The Epworth Sleepiness Scale is used to assess symptoms of sleepiness associated with obstructive sleep apnea. Next let's go through sleep studies. Sleep studies are used to confirm the diagnosis of obstructive sleep apnea and they're performed by an ear, nose and throat or sleep specialist service. A simple sleep study involves wearing an oxygen saturation monitor overnight at home. Respiratory polygraphy is the next step up and this involves wearing a more elaborate machine that monitors respiratory rate, flow rate via a nasal sensor saturations and heart rate and this can usually be done at home. The most advanced sleep study is a complex sleep study which involves an overnight stay in a sleep centre with polysomnography. This may include monitoring brain activity with an EEG, muscle activity with an EMG and heart activity with an ECG. Finally, let's talk about management. Reversible risk factors need to be addressed with reduced alcohol consumption, smoking cessation and weight loss where appropriate. Continuous positive airway pressure or CPAP machines provide constant pressure that help to maintain airway patency and treat obstructive sleep apnea. Surgery is an option but it involves significant surgical reconstruction of the soft palate and the jaw. 
The most common procedure is called a uvulopalatopharyngoplasty, or UPPP. So thanks for listening to this episode on obstructive sleep apnea. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode, where we'll move on to a whole new series of topics on infectious diseases and start with an episode on bacteria.